This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Friday, August 21st, 2020. On this day in 2014, serial killer Robert Hansen died in prison. Known as the Butcher Baker, Hansen raped, tortured, and killed at least 17 women before his capture. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering the death of Robert Hansen. Let's go back to the Alaska Regional Hospital in Anchorage on August 21, 2014. Robert Hansen didn't have anyone to turn to when he drew his final breath. Healthcare workers weren't surprised when he passed away. He'd been transferred to Anchorage Correctional Complex to receive treatment for his declining health in May and had shown little improvement since that time. By then, the 75-year-old had been in prison for three decades. To him, it may have felt like a lifetime. But he was nowhere near completing his massive 461-year sentence. Few people mourned his passing, especially in Alaska, where his crimes affected so many. Born in Iowa, he'd moved to Anchorage in his late 20s, where the locals accepted him with open arms, despite an already growing list of criminal offenses. There were many other people in town who'd come to Anchorage seeking a second chance. Hansen's neighbors didn't judge him, and when he opened a bakery downtown, they flocked to his shop. By all appearances, Hansen seemed to have his life on track. He became an avid hunter and even got his pilot's license. He loved to take to the skies on the weekend in his small private plane, often going a few dozen miles out into the wilderness to explore and shoot wild game. But Hansen wasn't satisfied with his life. After years wandering the rugged woods outside of Anchorage, he apparently grew bored of tracking and killing animals. Maybe it was too easy and he wanted to track something bigger. He wanted to kill something that would beg for its life. In the mid-1970s, Hansen began abducting, sexually assaulting, and killing young women. He primarily targeted sex workers and exotic dancers because he knew that they were less likely to be reported missing. He also knew police would be less inclined to pursue the cases or believe any witnesses. This strategy allowed Hansen to essentially kill undetected. He developed a routine for befriending exotic dancers or aspiring models. He asked to meet them in a public place, like a fast food restaurant, to lower their guard. 
There, he'd get to know them better and offered to pay them to pose for provocative pictures. If the woman agreed, Hansen took them to his home or a motel, where he handcuffed and raped them at gunpoint. Sometimes he left them chained up for hours. Then he blindfolded them and took them out to the woods. Often he smuggled them into his plane and flew deep into the Alaskan wilds. Once he was sure they were alone, Hansen toyed with his victims. Keeping them blindfolded and handcuffed, Hansen told the young women to run away. He gave them a head start, and then he hunted them like animals. Alone, blind, and restrained, the women were forced to run for their lives across uneven, rugged terrain. Meanwhile, Hansen tracked them, following their footprints and their desperate cries for help. Since Hansen was an accomplished hunter and familiar with the area, the women were no match for him. It was all a game to the sadistic baker, who sometimes let his prey run from him for hours. Occasionally, he even deliberately wounded the women, making them limp through the woods covered in their own blood. Their pleas made him feel powerful. Hansen hated women and enjoyed making them suffer. When he'd had his fill of hunting, he finally caught up to his victim and fired the final shot with a high-powered rifle. Then he'd bury the women in shallow graves in the vast forest. To remind himself of the murders, Hansen would often take a bit of their jewelry or some other memento. For years, Hansen made a game out of murder, with no one the wiser. But eventually, the scourge of missing women was noticed in Anchorage. As it turned out, Hansen wasn't as alone as he thought he was out in the Alaskan wilderness, and his bloodlust led him to make a crucial mistake. Coming up, authorities investigate the Butcher Baker. Hi, listeners. There's a new Spotify original from Parcast you do not want to miss. It's called Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, and it uncovers the most damning details surrounding history's most high-profile leaders. Every Tuesday through the 2020 election, host Ashley Flowers shines a light on the darker side of the American presidency. From torrid love affairs and contemptible corruption to shocking cover-ups and even murder, she'll expose the personal and professional controversies you may never knew existed. You'll hear some wildly true stories about presidents such as Richard Nixon, Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, JFK, and more. Very Presidential highlights the exploits you never learned in history class, but probably should have. Family drama, personal vices, dirty secrets. These presidents may have run, but they most certainly can't hide. Follow the fantastic new series, Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. 
With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now back to the story. On August 21st, 2014, serial killer Robert Hansen died in an Anchorage hospital. Throughout the 1970s and early 80s, Hansen abducted, raped, and murdered at least nine women in the Alaskan wilderness. Because he targeted marginalized groups of women, like sex workers, Anchorage police ignored the disappearances for years. But in 1982, Two off-duty police officers discovered a living nightmare while hunting moose in the woods together. Barely obscured by a patch of foliage, the men found exposed human remains poking through the dirt. Forensics identified the woman as Sherry Morrow, an exotic dancer who had gone missing the previous year. Over the next year, additional bodies were discovered that bore similar signs of foul play. After careful analysis, ballistics determined that several of the young women were shot by the same hunting rifle. Detectives were chilled to the bone. Authorities in Anchorage at the time had never dealt with a serial killer before. They struggled to make their next move. Adding to the difficulty of the case was the decayed state of the bodies, which had all been buried for months before they were discovered. Other than the shell casings, which gave police an idea of the murder weapon, there was little to go on. The investigation was stalled until 1983, when 44-year-old Robert Hansen killed again. This time, he made a mistake. After abducting and torturing sex worker Cindy Paulson at his home, Hansen dragged her into his plane. He intended to fly her out into the woods and hunt her like all the others, but he left Paulson alone in the plane for a moment while he gathered his gear. Sensing that was her chance to escape, Paulson bolted out of the plane and ran to the highway. There, still in handcuffs, she flagged down a passing truck whose driver took her to the police station. Paulson told police exactly what had happened to her. She described Hansen's car and his house, down to the weapon he carried to the plane. Officer Greg Baker was particularly struck by her story. She was scared for her life and recalled vivid details about her attacker. Paulson led officers to the private plane that Robert Hansen had thrown her into, still in the hangar. Police soon searched the plane and Hansen's home and found that the interiors looked exactly as Paulson had described. Unfortunately, they failed to find the hunting rifle Paulson mentioned or the chains she'd been bound with at Hansen's home. Even worse was that Hansen had a solid alibi. He'd claimed he'd been with two friends all night, and the men corroborated his story. Not knowing how serious the situation was, Hansen's friends lied for him to get him out of trouble. The news tore Paulson apart. She had worried the police wouldn't take her seriously because she was a sex worker, and the incident all but confirmed her distrust of the authorities. And Anchorage PD suspended the case. 
It seemed like Robert Hansen had gotten off scot-free, but Greg Baker wasn't so sure. He firmly believed Paulson had been telling the truth and became fixated on Robert Hansen. As more bodies turned up in the surrounding area over the next few months, detectives realized they needed help. Police contacted the FBI, who put together a potential psychological profile of Alaska's serial killer. Baker believed the profile matched Robert Hansen exactly. Over the next few months, he obtained Hansen's criminal record and began compiling circumstantial evidence. It was far from an airtight case, but the similarities between the criminal profile and Robert Hansen convinced a judge to grant the police a search warrant for Hansen's home in October of 1983. After searching under the insulation in Hansen's attic, detectives found the murder weapon, as well as a box of the killer's twisted trophies, bits of jewelry and scraps of clothing he took from his victims. After more than 10 years of murder, Robert Hansen had finally been caught. He cracked under questioning, confessed, and was eventually sentenced to over 400 years in prison. When he died as a result of his worsening health in 2014, few tears were shed. Retired Alaskan state trooper Glenn Flothy perhaps said it best when he told the Anchorage Daily News, on this day, we should only remember Hansen's many victims and all of their families, and my heart goes out to all of them. As far as Hansen is concerned, this world is better without him. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. For more stories like this, check out ParCast Original Serial Killers. Today in True Crime is a ParCast Original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast Originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast Originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Joshua Kern. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Terrell Wells, with writing assistance by Nora Battelle. I'm Vanessa Richardson. It's the most powerful position in American politics, and arguably the world. But behind the oath to preserve, protect, and defend lie dark secrets posed to leave some legacies in disgrace. Don't forget to check out the new Spotify original from Parcast, Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers. Every Tuesday through the 2020 election, host Ashley Flowers shines a light on the darker side of the American presidency, exposing wildly true stories about history's most high-profile leaders. To hear more, follow Very Presidential with Ashley Flowers, free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.